Imagine you're a 21 year old student sitting in entrepreneurship class, listening to your professor teach entrepreneurship when they've never even opened up a business themselves. Many of you may be thinking deja vu, which is funny because it rhymes. But anyways, my name is Josh Rivera and I was in this exact situation around 12 months ago prior to dropping out of school. So you know my name, why am I speaking to you? I'm going to be documenting my journey in entrepreneurship and business moving forward on this podcast and on this YouTube channel so everyone in the audience can learn from my wins and my losses. Now you may be thinking, who are you? Let me tell you a little bit about myself. Let me tell you a little about my past. I grew up in Southern California and then I went to university in Miami. During my childhood growing up, when I was 14, 15, 16 years old, I was flipping anything I could get my hands on. Reselling anything I was re- that was legal, of course. So, I was flipping Supreme back when I was 15. That was a big thing going on. Bape, any of the streetwear brands back then. Sneakers, Jordans. I got into flipping technology with my friends like iPhones we would flip iPhones the funniest thing about that business plan we would flip and sell the iPhones back to Apple which was really interesting made money though at the time and it was a good amount of money for me and my friends when we were 15 16 years old then I got back into selling clothes but it was to a more scaled version of that it was more wholesaling um, hundreds of t-shirts hoodies sneakers to big stores in LA and Miami I did that during COVID and the reason I did that during that time, I don't even know if I can say that word on YouTube, but the reason I did that during that time is because free money was everywhere. EDD, unemployment, it wasn't real money. People were making all these erratic purchases or purchasing Jordans they couldn't afford, you know, they they shouldn't have been able to afford at least. Bape tees, V-Loan tees, designer, streetwear, etc. So we scaled the hell out of that business during COVID, made, you know, whatever amount of money. It was a pretty solid business venture. And then we kind of got out of that, or I got out, out of that, uh, as you know, the world started coming back to normal and, and money felt real again. So after that experience, I got into Web3, but it wasn't my first experience in Web3. My first experience in Web3 was in 2017. Um, and all I remember about that time was I lost all my money. <laughs> I remember I invested in Tron and all these other coins, lost everything. But the good thing about crypto, maybe not the good thing, but think about crypto, if, if any of you guys in the audience invest, most of the time, you're going to lose all of your money multiple times before you make money in crypto. That's just how the game works. And I was very happy that I lost all my money when I was 16, 17 years old, rather than losing all my money now. I'm thankful for that. So that was my first experience in Web3. At the end of 2020, I got into DeFi, decentralized finance, super interested in, this, in these protocols. They had these crazy APYs where you can stake your tokens and you would yield an insane return on your investment. But obviously this was gambling and anyone that is watching this and, and knows about investing in DeFi probably had a lot of fun, but it's a huge gamble. So I was doing that for a while as well. Then I thought to myself, okay, Web3 is definitely in the future. Um, things being immutable on the blockchain is definitely that's something's going to be prominent and, you know, coming up in the next 10, 15 years. I should build my own project in Web3. So I built College Kids. College Kids was built on Immutable X, which was the first layer two um, to Ethereum with zero gas fees. And 
Immutable didn't really turn out in, into what you know everyone expected it to be, but I still think it's going to be very prominent in the Web3 gaming space in the future. Because normal Layer 1 Ethereum gas fees are just not going to work pre-merge. Got into Immutable, but I didn't make a gaming project. I actually created, I was in college at the time, the project was called College Kids. And we made the first decentralized hub of communication for Web3 university blockchain clubs across the country. So a blockchain club from UT Austin, blockchain club from Michigan State, blockchain club from University of Miami. We would bring them all together in one chat in one community so they can network with each other. Power and, and the leverage that you can use from these connections is amazing in the space because all these kids are killing it. Solid concept. We had some bumps in the road. There were a lot of issues launching on the new platform of Immutable X at the time. We were one of the first projects. Um, but we're still trying to build that out in the background. Next, um, many months later, I started working on a project called Yellow Duck. Yellow Duck was a project that focused on giving opportunity to people that were less fortunate, right? So we gave back to some members in our community, and we also gave back to a lot of underfunded and underdeveloped school districts in the U.S., along with worldwide. So we gave back to a lot of people in LA, in Miami, in our community. And then also we made a big donation of over like 15 grand um, to a school. We flew out to Panama and donated over $15,000 of equipment. All of this is documented on the NF, um, Yellow Duck NFT YouTube channel. So if you're interested, go check it out. Sadly, the Yellow Duck team and I decided to part ways um, a few months ago due to you know different interests and different different, um, more about different visions for the project full time. So it didn't work, but it's all good. I still support them hundred um, percent. I'm still in their back pocket as an advisor and they're killing it, killing it on YouTube, killing it on TikTok, killing it on social media. They're going to do super well. So now I find myself thinking, okay, I'm a college dropout thinking that I'm going to get a degree my whole life. I just exited this web three project and I don't really have any tangible skills other than being able to lead a team because I founded these projects and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm pretty solid at talking to people, etc. But I don't have any tangible skills and I never learned anything in school. So in my mind, the two most important things in business are sales and marketing. And I didn't know much about both of them. Obviously I had, you know, experience in marketing when it came to this couple of Facebook ads that I did in back in the day for the technology and the iPhones. I did, you know, marketing for the various Web3 projects. But it was a different kind of marketing. That's more, you know, creativity, I would call it, rather than paid traffic. There's no real paid traffic to Web3. The reason why Web3 is so interesting is because paid traffic doesn't work, right? Which might not make sense, but paid traffic doesn't work. NFT space and, and Web3 space is very weird. If you were promoting your project through a Twitter ad or any kind of paid traffic on Twitter, everyone will immediately write you off as a scam. Immediately. If you had an Instagram account um, linked to your project about five months ago, everyone would write you off as a scam. Now you can have an Instagram account. It's a little more acceptable nowadays and TikTok. But before five months ago, so you're a scam. No one's buying your project. Super interesting. If you, Let's talk about Web3. If you... Have, if you pay Kim Kardashian $500,000 to post your NFT project on her Instagram story that has hundreds of millions of followers, I doubt you'll even sell out a fourth of the supply. I doubt it. Now, 
if you get a 14-year-old kid that lives in his mom's basement to tweet out your NFT or Web3 project, you can sell millions of dollars worth of NFTs or coins like that. Like that. But paid traffic doesn't work because these influencers that have 70K followers on Twitter in the NFT space don't take paid advertising. Because if they took paid advertising, they'd ruin their brand. Now, it might be a bad example because I'm sure that 14-year-old kid would have taken the 500 grand, but if we're talking about more uh, you know, realistic numbers, he wouldn't have taken the money. So, Kim Kardashian, 300 million on Instagram, 14-year-old kid in his mom's basement that has 70K on Twitter. That kid, that's the kid you want for an NFT project. Look at that, the walls are falling apart. Anyways, that was a small tangent about Web3. So, from Miami, after I decided to finish up my, um, or I exited Yellow Duck, I thought to myself, I need to learn two tangible skills. And the two most important things in business are marketing and sales. And Web3 marketing won't really work because it's more consulting, right? It's not really marketing. There's no paid traffic. I wanted to get into paid traffic. I'm super interested in the analytics and Facebook ads. That's just me. So I'm interested in that. So, but I thought to myself, I want to learn sales first. I had a good friend at the time, still a good friend of mine. He owns a real estate um, investment group, off-market investment group in Chicago. Met him in Miami, good friend of mine. I knew he ran this off-market investment group in Chicago. And I knew they were cold calling and, and closing deals all day, every day on the phone. More tiles falling off the wall. So I hit him up. I said, hey, blank, don't want to say his name. But I ended up canceling my lease immediately in Miami, flying straight to Chicago, getting an apartment in the same building that they all worked at. And I got brought up as a acquisition manager. So I'd be doing cold calls at first and then acquisitions and closings for the rest of the day. 12 hours a day for half a year. And you guys are saying 12 hours a day, bullshit, blah, blah. 12 hours a day. You can ask anyone on that team how they work. They're all dog, they work like dogs. I respect them so much. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., which is 12 hours, I mean 14 hours, Monday through Sunday. Sunday is fun day, 9 to 5, and then you have 5 to, you know, the rest of the night to have fun. They're crazy, but I love it. I love it. So, in that period of time, in that half year, I got about a year and a half, two years of sales experience. Sit on the phone the whole time. So, after spending all that time on the phone and working in real estate, so much time, I realized, the biggest thing I realized was, I don't wanna work in real estate anymore. <laughs> that is one thing I realized. And the second thing I realized was how important sales was, you know, obviously to their, their business model, it's all sales. But I was super happy and appreciative that I learned this new skill. So I decided, okay, leaving Chicago, I'm gonna go back to Southern California. I get really antsy, I like to move around, it's weird, I don't know. It, I'm here in Southern California, give me three months, so I'll probably be in Europe or, or Miami, I don't know, somewhere. But I think to myself, okay, sales, check. I'm, I'm good with the cold calls, I can speak on the phone, I sound pretty solid, I can get better, obviously you can always get better. Um, but next big thing is marketing. Okay, I need to learn a lot about marketing. I can't do the Web3 marketing consulting. I do remember about Facebook ads back in the day. Um, let me do some market research and see if it's a viable option. So I call up my buddy in Berlin that runs his own social media marketing agency. I pick his brain. 
and he inspires me to check out the US market. Man, is there opportunity here in social media marketing? So I did my research. I did put in my hundreds of hours of, of hundreds of pages of notes, actual hundreds of pages. And I started really studying Facebook ads and all the analytics around it um, and how all these other agencies are signing clients and, and scaling their businesses, scaling their agencies. So I decided that is what I'm gonna do. And the niche I'm gonna start out with is a language that I speak, which is real estate, which I just spent the last seven months of my life working on. So I'm gonna be selling my social media marketing um, services to realtors and real estate um, investment groups in the area, in the country, it doesn't matter, worldwide, right? Because I can speak the language. So now I'm using the experience I got in sales because I'm gonna be doing a shit ton of cold calls getting the first couple of clients, right? And then I'm also gonna be able to speak the language of real estate because I worked in it, maybe not that long, but it was a lot of volume in that short period of time. And I can definitely speak it. So, and I thought to myself, I think I do have an edge on these other social media marketing agencies and these other people that are starting up because everyone is scared of cold calls. I don't know what it is about cold calls. People hate hopping on the phone. Yeah, it's a little awkward at first. Some people get pissed off. You just gotta move on to the next one. I've been through that phase. I've been through, you know, the thousands and thousands of calls that, you know, people shit on you, whatever they, you know, no, 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 no. Most people, when they hop on the cold call, they hear a couple of no's, they get mad, they throw their phone, they pout, they take a nap, etc. I went through all that. Not a concern. So my journey moving forward is going to be in social media marketing. I'm going to be documenting this on my podcast, on the YouTube channel, etc. all the stuff, uh, all the content here um, on the YouTube platform and other platforms as well. This podcast, I'll be talking about, obviously, social media marketing. I'll be talking about my other interests, which are Web3. I'll be speaking about some of my hobbies, um, going to the gym. I think that's very important. Self-improvement and health, I'll be talking about. Um, and I'll be talking about probably a little poker as well, because I'm interested in that. Um, yeah, I'm also going to be bringing in some, some surprise guests. Some I'll have a host some days. I'll be interviewing other days, hopefully do some CEO interviews, um, some influencer interviews, whatever it may be. But yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I really appreciate you guys watching. Um, obviously, this is going to be way more optimized, right? This setup is really shitty. Like, I have this weird overlay for my Instagram. Obviously, I'm building out the studio behind me slowly. Hopefully, it'll look better by next video. Soundproofing the walls. There's a ladder there kind of wanted to show <laughs> I probably should move that but it's cool to show it's you know under construction as is this first podcast you know it's gonna tra full transparent it's gonna take me a long time to find my voice in this podcast um, I've never done a monologue like this to the camera so it's first time for me it's um, gonna take time to get used to but I never told you guys I will be locking into this podcast for five years I can't believe I almost forgot to tell you five years you might think I'm crazy you're like, oh, this kid's full of bullshit. He's going to go three weeks. He's not going to get any views, which I know. I probably won't get views for months, which doesn't matter to me. But I will be doing it at least once a week for five years. And then after five years, I'll reevaluate to see if it's worth my time or not. But five years locked in, 2027. Locked it in. And you'll see. If you don't believe me, just check back in, in five years. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, this is my Instagram here at Josh underscore Rivera. I'm assuming if you're watching this video, you probably came from my Instagram because that's where most of my followers are. But if you're watching this video in two years, 
that is going to still be my handle. Um, if you type it in and it doesn't come up, I would type in at Josh. Because if that's not my handle, then it'll be at Josh. If I somehow get that domain, which would be amazing. So I appreciate, I, I really appreciate you guys listening again. Again, it's going to take time for me to find my voice, getting used to all this, cranking out the content. Everything's going to be chopped up for YouTube shorts, meta shorts, TikTok, etc. All the short form stuff is going to be, be flowing. And I really appreciate the time again, and I'll see you in the next video.